So today, as part of our Upside podcast series, uh, which is powered by Sports Tech Advisors, we have the honor to interview uh, Blake uh, McFerlin, Senior Manager of Esports at the Sports in KC, a top MLS team. So Blake, welcome to the show. Hey, Julian. How's it going, man? Excited to get a chance to talk to you. Great, uh, Blake. So what I want to talk to you today uh, was about uh, your club's main goal with esports, uh, but also what you've learned so far since being part of the uh, EMLS League, but also what has been the challenges and what your plans are for the next two years. How does it sound? Let's do it. Great. So, Blake, the uh, f- first question is, so what is Sports in KC main goal uh, with the uh, EMLS uh, League to be part of it? Is it attract a new audience? Is it to improve sports in KC brand awareness among esports gamers, or what is it, according to you? I think it's I think it's both those things. You know, attracting a new audience is something every sports team wants to do, and every you know esports brand that's tied to a professional sports team should want to do. Right? It's it's a new audience that gaming community is a tight knit group, and finding a way to bring them into your you know on field sports team is obviously a goal of everyone um and then also it's you know when you attract a new audience your brain awareness in turn is going to go up with um that esports community so i think it's a little bit both it's mainly probably first attracting a new audience engaging with those fans in a way that we haven't engaged with them before and then when we engage them our brain awareness is going to improve and it'll definitely have them more aware of sporting kansas city and esporting kansas city and how they can be involved or engage with our content. And I think if you do all of that, then it's going to be a success. Great. Uh, that makes sense. So from your perspective, what have you learned so far since being part of the uh, EMLS League? Anything that maybe you would do differently? Yeah, I think everyone, as soon as they get into uh, EMLS, and they all would talk to you about this, is that the space grows so rapidly. I think that we all, when we all got in on it um, in 2018, we thought this would be something that would grow slowly, that maybe it would take some time to, to develop, and it went pretty rapid. And I think that that's something that has been kind of a, a great surprise. I think one thing that you want to do um, that they have that the league has been doing differently, and that I'm excited to see them continue down this path is that you know there's a lot there's a difference in those esports communities of who plays what game and how those people interact and how they feel towards sports teams, you know. Sometimes the people who are going to be playing League of Legends may not be interested in what a professional sports team has to offer and kind of are put off maybe that a professional sports team is coming into the esports space, which is just so authentic and true. And it's why everyone likes to to be a part of it. It's just it's authenticity. And I think that with MLS and how they're handling EMLS is that now it's much more about those people that play FIFA and how we can get those people that play FIFA to then watching more MLS and, and paying attention to their local clubs. And it's something that I think initially that was kind of the focus, but it's now 100% the focus. And I think that's only going to make that league more and more successful. And it's something that us at Sporting KC and eSporting KC, we're looking to do as well, is get those people that are playing FIFA in Kansas City, get them out to a match, get them to engage their brand, and get them to learn more about us and what we can offer. And then that will help us out. Uh, that makes sense. And, and so – what has been, on the other hand, the biggest challenges that you guys have faced, or if any, you know, since being part of the EMLS League? Uh, is it to get a, a solid return investment? So, for example, right, there has been some European soccer team. I think there was one in um, maybe Russia. After six months, they pulled out. They literally pulled out and shut down their esports program because uh, I think they couldn't get a solid return investment. 
Uh, so from your perspective, what has been the biggest challenges? Yeah, I think your ROI on this is really difficult. And I think everyone's trying to figure out what that looks like and how it is. Um, for us, you know, it's something that we're, we're constantly looking to try and find a way to make ends meet on that end, but it's not necessarily going to be a deterrent of us in the league at this point in time. Um, I think probably the biggest challenge is engaging with those fans and finding the way to do it authentic. You know, and when people talk about marketing and being in the esports space, everyone wants to be a part of it, but you have to, to be a part of it, you have to be authentic. And find the way that's authentic for us is going to be different than other brands. And so our way to be authentic is probably our biggest challenge. But it's a good challenge because it's something that you can find over time. And eventually, once you find it, things should take off pretty well. And then you hopefully, you know, your ROI kind of makes sense as well. So I think for us, you know, it's a little bit ROI, a little bit just making sure that we're authentic to our brand, authentic to the space in allowing people to understand that that's how um, we're going to grow in that space is just doing those two things. Great. Uh, well, it's great you guys are moving in that direction and have that philosophy. So uh, so your club, right, Sports in Case, he has two talented esports gamers. Mm-hmm. I hope I say their names correctly. Massisse Diop and Alexandre, for example, right? What do you think are the mm-hmm. skills required to be a great esports gamer today? Yeah, so yeah, so we actually have had these guys at yep. separate times. They're not both on our roster, but um so yeah, so Cisse was a great player for us in twenty nineteen. Um, you know, he competed really uh hard in a league that's really difficult. And then, you know, Alexander was our player in twenty eighteen and now here in twenty uh twenty and he's also from Kansas City, which is great. But their skills I mean require I mean, it's a lot like, you know, on field sports, right? They have to be motivated and determined and hardworking. Um but also their cognitive skills have to be off the charts. Um, and so you're looking for guys who can do that. You can be really good and dedicated to the game because when you FIFA, it's just such a grind for those guys to be as successful as they'd like to be. You know, they have weekend league almost every weekend. So they're playing 30 games and how they compete in those 30 games is how they can qualify for live, uh, qualifying events. And so when you're playing 30 games, once you get to about 20, you know, not only are you tired, but you're playing better competition. So that's when it gets really difficult for those guys and finding people that have that determination and hard work uh, ethic and dedication is what you want to see. Um, in addition to that, what everyone's always looking for is that, you know, you, you'd love for a guy who can just grind it, win matches and take you to events. But what you also want to do is you want to have a guy who can create content and engage with fans because that's where you're going to have the most traction from fans is those people that want to follow those players. They want to see what that guy's doing in FIFA. They want to see how he interacts, how he plays, what his style is. And being able to have someone who can create content, has a desire to create content and become more of a brand ambassador for your brand is another thing that we look for. We've got a great one in Alexander and I know that he's going to continue to grow and only get better at it. And for us, that's just kind of what we're looking for. We want someone who's really good. And if we can find him that he's also a brand investor for us then that's great that's great really so you want someone who's got the full player. package not just uh, being a great esports gamer but also can promote absolutely uh, your your team and so forth um right so what also would absolutely. be your advice right to any professional teams uh who wants to successfully enter the esports space uh is it to be patient is it to listen to what esports gamers are telling you guys and the kind of experience that they want or what what advice would you give to any teams 
Yeah, I think that last part's really key, right? Um, I think that when you want to create uh, an esports brand or esports experience or event, you want to make sure that you're talking to the right people within the space so that they can tell you what is going to make sense. Because, you know, what makes sense for an event that you might do or experience you might have for your first team may not make sense for your esports brand and esports space. You want to make sure that you talk to those guys, you see what they want, what they like, and they're going to be opinionated. They're going to give you their whole thoughts. So you just have to listen to them. And I think also being patient is really important. You know, this thing takes a little bit to grow. It takes some TLC to get there, um, but it, it'll, it'll pay off. Um, and so if you kind of give it some time and you're not looking at this as something that could be a revenue generating um, resource for you right away, then you're probably going into it for the right reasons. Eventually, it can become that for you. You know, we're hoping to get to that spot, but it's definitely not something that you want to look into it as day one is that's going to be a revenue source. It's it's a brand awareness, it's a brand play right now. And then it can get you to that if you give it some time and you kind of listen to those gamers. So it's a long-term play. It's going to take some time. To the space. So, okay. Long-term in this space, man, it's like three to five years. So it's so don't get too like put off by the Okay, which brings my last questions. Uh, so what do you guys hope to accomplish, uh, you know, with the EMLS League, uh, you know, the next two years? Well, I can't speak for the league because I don't know what all they're wanting to do with it, but I can speak to what we at Sporting KC want to do. You know, step one for us is we would love to win one of the three events that EMLS puts on. You know, we have League Series 1, League Series 2, and EMLS Cup. Unfortunately, you know, we've been close to winning one of those, but we haven't won one yet. So step one, we want to win one of those. We want to win, hopefully, EMLS Cup, but if it's just a League Series in the next year or two, that's okay, too. So we'd love to do that. I think we also want to grow our brand, grow our Twitter following, grow our Twitch channel, grow with our players and get them more ingrained in the community. And I think we want to do all of that. And then in addition to it, kind of like what I was just talking about with the, having Alexander be a brand ambassador for us, finding ways to get him more tied into what we're doing at Sporting Kansas City to grow our brand and keeping him really tied to that is going to be really important to us. And, and I'd love to do more of that in the next two years. And, we're finding a lot of ways to to do that. You know, we're thought thinking about youth soccer camps that have a on-field soccer portion in the morning and then a esports part in the afternoon. And I think if we can do things like that, it'll be great. And if we can do that, we're going to be hitting a lot of our goals. And if we hit all of our goals, well, I do field, hope you guys really succeed. You know, with this plan, I think it's a great plan. As well. So look, we are arriving at the end of this uh, interview. So I wanted to thank you for your time today, and, and all the best for for your plans. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Julian. It's exciting to talk to you, and I'm excited great. to see what well, thank you, you thanks again. Have a, a great day. And, and hopefully this can help some people out. Thank you. Great. Well, thank you. Me thanks too. again. Have a, a great day.